Hello everyone, welcome back to Let's Take a Moment. The time is 1.46am, that's right, am, and I am at my bedroom window. We have a little bit of light outside. I'm looking out onto the back of our street of properties. It's very peaceful, it's very dark. I feel again, I've got that feeling of a late night graveyard radio DJ who's filling in the time. The last thing that he wants is that people think that the radio has stopped broadcasting because there's silence, so he just keeps talking. And there's that languid, you know, non-urgent feeling of of nightfall. So if you want the full experience of what it's like at this time of night, and if you enjoy the style of this podcast, maybe listen to it during the night. I'm not saying set your alarm, but uh, perhaps that's the, the only way you can get the authentic experience is to is to listen to that alongside the the peacefulness of of nightfall when it's quite dark and it's quite peaceful. So I've got the window open here and we're at a time of year where that nice gentle breeze comes in. Very, very nice indeed. Um, and yes, here I am recording. So this is not a so much a teaching, if you like, or a, or a lecture in, in some ways that I sometimes perhaps slightly arrogantly try and present to you. Um, this is simply reflections of a, a week's leave um, and how I felt about it, what I've got up to, um, and, you know, back at work tomorrow. You might think that's weird, <coughs> excuse me, given that it's Friday. Um, and that's only because I forgot to book the correct time uh, for my leave. I've, I'm, I just booked three days instead of four. So I thought, whatever, I'll go back in on the Friday. It gives me a chance to tie things off in the week, get a head start on tasks that I've maybe been given uh, that I can maybe quickly get done, um, get a heads up before things restart on Monday because we have Parliament returning, which for, for us is a big deal at work. Clients starting to want to do things and we need to plan activity and things like that. So um, everything starts to move forward into September, um, given that it's the 1st of September tomorrow. Uh, and I actually have um, my internet getting installed. I've been <coughs> tethering my mobile phone connection to my computer, which is a bit of a random experience, actually. it doesn't. It's connected in terms of I connect to it via Bluetooth, but then when the actual internet connection appears is is completely random um I, I seem to be getting some success by connecting via usb and it seems to hurry along but that is random um and i should have had a delivery today of the of the hardware that the um installer will need tomorrow they were supposed to let me know when the installer was going to arrive uh, at my house and no one's been in touch so that's irritating um, as it happens, I only have one extra internal meeting to get through at work tomorrow. So whatever happens, they should be able to install my new internet connection without drama with a new router. Now, Royal Mail was supposed to deliver it today. Um, and I got a, a message. Um, so I've got two deliveries because I'm getting my TV package updated on Monday. I got a delivery, uh, an email saying that 
I'd have a delivery on Friday. And I thought, oh, so that's going to be the first delivery. Logically, they're not going to tell me that I'm getting a delivery on Friday if it's for, for Thursday. So I went out on an errand. And when I got just about to come back, I noticed there was an email saying that I had another delivery today. Hadn't seen that email. And sadly, I didn't get there in time. I had a thing through my door saying they tried to deliver it and they'll be back tomorrow. So I'm hoping given that I've waited two weeks for the internet to be going in, because that was the earliest it could come out, um, it could be that they gets here and has a hissy fit because the, the package hasn't arrived. So I'm hoping it just turns up early tomorrow without any drama. And, um, yeah, that is the plan. So hopefully things go off with it without a hitch. Um, it's out of my hands, so I'm not worried about it. I will be miffed if I get told it has to be another two weeks because that will be very, very inconvenient indeed. Um, and I'll be wanting another credit for my internet connection fee uh, because I haven't had any internet. So again, I'm just lucky that I've got my phone. Um, otherwise, things would have been a lot more inconvenient <coughs> and boring, frankly. Um, so yeah, that's been the, 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 the drama of, of this week. Not so much drama, but just things happening. Um, in terms of activities, I went to... You'll know that I went to see... Um, actually, you probably don't know, actually. I went down to Lincoln, um, visiting family, and me and my brother-in-law went to an American football match in Hull, just over the Humber Bridge, and enjoyed that. A new different experience. Um, quite fun watching the games. It's something that maybe 15 years ago I would love to have played... Uh, for one of these teams and um, I just didn't know much about the sport I think the mind is willing at this age the body is is weak you know I'm sitting here now I've got foot pain my Achilles and both my feet hurt when I walk um, I do have pain all the time now um, part of it I think is due to general fitness levels um, I need to improve you know diet and also exercise levels going to the gym etc it's still something I have to do I haven't started yet um, need to address it even just to do a little bit and just gradually build that up it's going to take probably a year for me to to make improvements but something that I probably do need to do um, just for my own sort of general well-being I think and in, in thinking about it but I'm not going to get sidetracked into talking about that because ultimately it's action that matters um, on that so Yes, so the leave this week, I've, since I got back from Lincoln, um, I've done very little, which which I guess is, is the point of leave. But as ever, my mind is always whirring with things that I want to do. Um, I've been learning a couple of chess openings um, in, in an effort to gain a sort of base level of understanding that I can, you know, at least be doing things as I play for a reason because there's too many times in in certain openings that I'm finding myself just tied up in knots by by a good opponent who knows what they're doing who's got you know playing to a certain for a reason and they understand the, the concepts and the, the way you think about the position you know I like I want to open my mind up to the nuances of what I'm doing rather than just moving pieces to start thinking about you know diagonals that are getting attacked and just thinking about the game in a deeper way which which is fun you know I'm I'm not expecting to be you know a really strong player or anything 
Uh, I think that's very unlikely. But just to have that that base level of understanding would be nice and be able to see things, you know, create creatively a little bit better um, is fun. I managed to sell and send three items, three big items. Um, so I earned about £200 um, liquidating some chest things that I don't need anymore, which is a, a nice way of just de decluttering a bit of things. Um and I finalised that final item earlier this week. And again, just a very quiet few few days. Um, not much happening at all. So if you said, you know, do a podcast about what I've done the last two, three days, it's been very, very quiet. But that's okay, you know. Um, one of the things that I always lament is what happens when you haven't got work. Um, and I'm someone who never complains when I'm not working. You know, I feel like if that's all you've got, then that's clearly, um, for me, just a, a lack of creativity, a lack of thought. But I must admit that I, I do struggle to fill in my time. I do struggle to fill in with with activities. I get nervous about doing things that I don't want to do. What What inevitably happens is I have one or two things that I like doing, um... I'll generally end up watching a YouTube video or a, or a how-to video, some sort of tuition video. Um, and that's how I end up filling my time in. Um, or, or a podcast, since this is one of my favourite favorite activities that I enjoy doing. Um, and it's always something that I can fall back on. You know, there's never, in fact, there's never a time pretty much where I couldn't drive out and just just record some audio. The challenge for me sometimes is to think of things to record about. In some ways, perhaps I would have suited being a teacher or, you know, I think the thing that stopped me becoming a teacher and having that almost that speaking uh, approach was the... Uh, I felt that I had a need following my childhood of getting out of that school uh, structure um, I was conscious that, you know, the, the teachers who would tell us that we had to get a good education and the grades were everything were people that had pretty much gone through the education system, come out the other side and dived right back in. So their life was permanently, um, permanently structured by the academic year and by where the school bells, almost like a Pavlov dogs scenario. Um, and I felt like I wanted to break free from that. I was always fascinated by what's going on outside, you know, during school hours, what's what's happening in the world. And I've enjoyed that freedom of of finding out that type of, of structure, you know. And, and it is harder, you know, the, the structures that we work around in life give us that, you know, obviously give us structure and give us um, parameters to which we live. And having a having a timetable is important because the alternative is to not have a timetable. And I've experienced that this week in some ways when if you've just got nothing to do, then it's really hard to think of things to fill your time in. Obviously, if you've got tasks that you have to do, if you've got your chores and you've got your housework... Um, that's obviously gives you things that you can get on with, but it always feels a little bit strange to just patter away and do these things by yourself. Now, I'm very 
very used to that. And and um, I'm actually probably more adept at film timing than than most other people I know because I've had to do that over the years. But maybe it would have been easier to just slip back into that school structure and have that given to me. Perhaps I would have rebelled. Maybe you can argue perhaps my entire life has been a rebellion against that structure of, of staying outside of it when maybe it would have been easier, certainly career-wise, I would have probably done a lot better had I gone back into teaching or gone into teaching as a career. Um, but I certainly didn't feel like I was ready straight out of, of school. I uh, didn't feel I was mature enough. Um, now I could do it, no, no problem. But at this point in my life, I probably don't want to do it. I'm probably too busy uh, thinking about other things. And I always think there's a I prefer to be doing rather than just observing um there's always that element of ego in me that i want to be out there um involved in something um but there's plenty of ways of being at the forefront and that's something i was talking to to dave about was maybe revisiting and i'm cautious on this because i do tend to move around things i'm interested in and then leave it after a while and it's a bit of a style that i've got that i sort of dip in and out of stuff, which is, I don't think, a productive way of actually achieving things. Um, but looking again at the at the speaking side of what I'm thinking about doing with myself, um, if there's something that I can offer in, in that respect in regards to training. I'm now 42. I feel like the last time I looked into this, um, I had a I had an idea of what I wanted to do, but I maybe didn't have, didn't quite have the experience that that I now have. Um, the fact that I've been through uh, multiple defeats in, ele in electoral uh, situations and victory um, experience of, you know, many, many job interviews that I've not got, um, frustrations about dealing with work and colleagues and bosses. And I feel like I can now offer, genuinely offer something um, that, that people can learn from. It's just about how do I shape that, how do I package it together for to, to best effect. Now that will of course take some thought because I don't have a crystallized view of what that would be at the moment. Also I'd have to think about, you know, how do I start to, you know, get that out there in terms of something that people might buy. Um and then I've also got the added issue that if I did do something like that, I probably couldn't work for where I'm working now. So there's a lot of, of limits on setting something like that up. And as much as I want to be um out there and that sort of thing, there's there's also to what extent are you willing to take on the risk of setting up your own enterprise when you haven't done it before? I think that's a huge, huge challenge for anyone who's just stepping out there and you do quite often hear these um <clears throat> these stories about people who said, you know, I'd worked in a job for 30 years and then one day I just said, right, I need to step up my comfort zone, set up my own business and away I went. That's a truly profound thing to do. I mean, and something that when we when we listen to a story, um, in hindsight of someone who who's, the fact that we can hear them is successful. You know, you, you don't tend to find a failure. <laughs> Their podcasts aren't usually, we don't, necessarily place any value on listening to them nor do they make them available um but if somebody's done well enough in that situation for us to find what their content they're offering to the world they're probably they've probably that that worked out for them now even though it worked out for them we should still stop reflect and praise them for 
uh, achieving the fact that they left their secure position or perceptively secure position. I'm always the first person to say that jobs are secure until they're not. Um, and ventured out and did something. And by that, I don't mean people, this is not a slant on anyone who did this or anyone who had any sort of sort of security through either acquired wealth or pensions or, or payouts or whatever. I'm on about the people who, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> I do cough sometimes, I do bother, who genuinely stepped away with nothing um, and had to move into a situation where, you know, there was more uncertainty than than certainty. Those people deserve the biggest respect. Anyone who's, you know, let's say, for example, if I left, if I was fortunate enough to have a income of £30,000 no matter what, then I wouldn't want quite as much praise for setting up a business because it kind of didn't matter if I was making money or not. You know, that, that stuff was covered. I could kind of just enjoy myself. At that point, it becomes a hobby more than a more than a job, I think. Um, and it's something that I think is a, a tongue-in-cheek phrase that's maybe quite... Um, ungracious but I call it being self-unemployed where it doesn't really matter what you're doing you just fill your time in um, which is a different thing altogether but there's that wonderful moment that we all I guess aspire to even if we don't realize it where work due to the, the lack of necessity of earning money work becomes a, a choice rather than a necessity and that's a, a very very special moment and one that I think too many people who I've seen who've got that lovely position where they're pretty much covered no matter what, is they don't really seem to notice that or appreciate it or realise the, the the massive success that that is. Um, and I think that they should. And, you know, if I ever get to that point, I will be sure to appreciate that as well. Um, at the moment, um, I don't have that, but if I ever reach that point, I will certainly... Um, be very very grateful and what would that point look like it would be <clears throat> i guess the moment that i knew that i could retire on a on a sort of pension that i was comfortable on um at that point you know maybe with the house paid off which is a long way away but getting closer every day um maybe that would be the moment that i would think right you know i've i have choice at this point and i think at that point work becomes perversely very easier because you know that you can leave. I think things are always harder when you don't feel you've got a choice, you know. And that's why sometimes I get a bit frustrated when I'm watching on TV and the, you know, the multimillionaire boss goes onto the shop floor and starts emptying the bins and everyone's like, wow, what a guy or what a woman. And you think, well, it's easier because they can, they're choosing to do that. If they decide, I don't fancy doing bins today, then they don't do them. And then that's different to the person who not only has to do the bins, but better do them well because they've got a boss watching them. And that's totally different. It's a completely different dynamic. I'm not saying that the boss that mucks in is not worthy of praise. Yes, of course, totally. But, you know, there is a there is a context to that type of thing. Um, and I'm conscious of myself saying that as well. You know, many years ago, I remember saying to the team, I was managing, you know, I never ask you to do anything that I don't do myself. Um, I empty the bins, I do everything. Well, I did everything. <laughs> I didn't mind it. Um, so, you know, it was a little bit disingenuous of me to pretend that I was some sort of saint. So I think that's about it, really. Um, this, again, has been the graveyard shift of chatting, which does sometimes, if I happen to wake up and I feel 
so inclined um, that I'm able to do them, then I will record my thoughts. It is now getting very late, so I should probably get some sleep because morning will be here, God willing, very soon. And um, it's already there's already some brightness in the air. Is that is is that um, I don't know. Is that the moon or is it the sun? I've no idea. Well, it's kind of always the sun, isn't it? But uh, just looking over to my left there, I see this very red bedroom light from about five hundred yards away around the corner. Goodness knows what they're up to in there. Um, but yes, it's uh, the dead of night now, quarter past two, so it's been a long podcast. So I hope you've enjoyed the random rambling of 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 me chilling at my bedroom window overnight. A very unique experience for us all. Um, so I'll bid you all good evening and see you on the next podcast. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.